everybody. Welcome to the Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where Aaron and I watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball, and then we talk about it in an in hour own unique brand of comedic commentary that's right so you're gonna get a little bit of the episode recap you're gonna get a little improv a little we're gonna get a little sidetracked on other things that we come up with throughout the episode uh so strap in if this is your first time and sit along for the ride and if you're uh old hat at this then take off your seatbelt, turn around in the seat and wave your hands at the new people that you see uh you see slater it across that seat (laughs) exactly um because uh you know we're we're pretty much sleep at the wheel at this point (laughs) no um this this plane's going down fast but smooth uh i think so a nice a nice (laughs) water landing a uh, turbulent free crash. Ooh, if only. If only I could have one of those in my life. Um, <laughs> but uh, before we get to the episode proper, we've got to do some Kame housekeeping. Got to get this place in order before the party starts, you know? Uh, and the first item of Kame housekeeping that we do here is something called the One Minute Roundup. Well... We're done mining for today. Oh, shucks. I really thought I was going to get some of that gold everybody's talking about. Well, maybe tomorrow. Now to take my very large haul that I'm carrying in two hands to the guy that buys our gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... You know, since you found the gold, you'll get the majority of the share. Mm. I'll get a little bit for helping you out. Um, and this pickaxe... Per our contract. Per our spoken contract. Yep. Signed with spit and a handshake. That in this wild west... You know, that's what people call it. They call it the wild west. What? What's a... I mean, I work nine to five. Uh, of course. And then I go home to the Missy. Mm-hmm. Relax with a with the good book. Oh, gotta have that good book. Mm-hmm. I love reading the good book by candlelight. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I'm in bed by nine. What's so wild about that? I don't know. And, you know, I go home to mm-hmm. my shack, which is unfortunately behind the brothel because I can't afford... To have anybody help me build a proper homestead out in the prairie. The brothel that is my home, yes. I allow you to live on my property. Yeah, you've got a two-pronged strategy on how you're getting rich. You got gold, you got a wife, and you got... (laughs) (laughs) And scene. So that is our little intro into... uh, into the show, we got to warm up our improv brains, so we do a little Western scene. Um, that is then going to be followed by Aaron, who has one minute to summarize oh, no. everything that has happened in Dragon Ball to this point. So Aaron has over 90 episodes of content to cram into one minute. Uh, and we do this so you don't have to go back and listen to all our old stuff, or you don't have to go back and watch the last episode um, we, we want to make sure that anybody can pick this up and just jump in with us because it's bonkers. Y'all, y'all know it's bonkers. And if you don't know it's bonkers, you're about to know because Aaron's got a minute to give us that roundup whenever he is ready. All right. Whenever you say it's over 90 episodes, I was like, wait, really? Oh God, you're right. Yeah, I know. I know. Oof. All right. <clears throat> 
And three, two, a one. Dragon Ball is about Goku, a little monkey boy who lived in the woods and his search in it for Dragon Balls that grant wishes if you collect them all. And then also his other adventures. He meets Bulma, a girl who's looking for him. Uh, and with her and a couple other friends, they stop Emperor Pilaf from using the Dragon Balls to take over the world. Then he trains with Master Roshi and his best friend Krillin for the Tenkaichi tournament, the foist one that he enters. Uh, and he gets second place because Master Roshi beats him, uh, so he gets humble. Then he goes off to train. Part of his training is defeating an entire army, the Red Ribbon Army, who also wanted to use Dragon Balls to take over the world. You guys need to get some new material, people who want to take over the world with Dragon Balls. Then after that... Uh, he trains for another three years on his own uh, for this Tenkaichi tournament, which we're in. Uh, we're almost done with the first round, and that boy Goku, I've been talking about this whole time, is about to enter the ring and fight another dude, but Yamcha's in the hospital. Krillin barely scraped by. What will happen to Goku? Hey! A round of applause for Aaron. If you're listening to the podcast, that's right. Put your hands together quietly wherever you are. Yeah. And just give give Aaron a little love because this is a monumental task every time we do this now. Um, the first couple times we did it, we were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. We'll be able to be like the announcer and give our own recaps and stuff Yeah, this like will be a funny goof. And now oh, it's boy. just it, an exercise in basically reading the fine print of every document, <laughs> uh, trying to cram everything in to a minute. We've been uh, studying the Micro Machines Man. Oh my god! And his technique, the Micro Machines Man. Yeah, legend, airy. Yeah. Uh, the next piece of comedy housekeeping, I gotta let you guys know that Aaron and I watched two different versions of the show. I watched the English dubbed version. That's right. I knew that. That pause was just for you. Um, and then Aaron watches the Japanese Japanese English subtitled version. Uh, we do this because there are a lot of things to get lost in translation, to quote a movie, um, and uh, it's it's fun to compare the things that get changed contextually for a Western audience versus an Eastern audience. Like uh, maybe they they tone down the perviness of some of the lines that Roshi says, or they tone up some of the lines that Roshi says. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a wide like swath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just how pervy. It's a pervy scale, right? It's the perv scale. Just like the the Likert scale, one to five. If you're a psychology nerd, you know what that means. Uh, the first thing that usually is different between the English dubbed version and the Japanese subtitle version is the title itself. Um, Aaron, do you want to take this one? Because I feel like mine's really boring. I can go. Yeah. Episode 92 of Dragon Ball is... At long last, enter Son Goku. Okay, okay. Feel that, I feel that. Mm -hmm. um, episode 92. Goku enters the ring. See what I mean? Like, mine's not... Yours has a little bit more gravitas yeah. to it. I think, uh, well, that one sort of expresses what we've all been thinking. It's like, where's Goku? That's right. A Goku fight. We really haven't seen him fight anyone top tier. No. In a while. I in mean, a the long last, while. The last tough fight was with um, King Choppa. Choppa style. Chop, chop, choppa style. Choppa style. That uh, wasn't even a tough fight, though. No. It was It was a cool fight, but it wasn't yeah. a tough fight. I mean, I'd argue that when Tien almost murdered him. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was a, his last big fight. <laughs> that was his last big fight. Um, 
And yeah, so there's a lot of anticipation for Goku's match, round four, the first or match four of the first round of the Tenkaichi tournament. Um, everybody is excited about Pomput, who we um, we learn is is not only a martial artist but a movie star. Like really Ooh. early in the episode, to set that up, there's a funny bit where they're all eating around a table. Then they start talking about who Goku is going to fight. And then I think someone says, his name's Pamper. Someone else says, no, Pamphlet. And then Turtle says, no, Pumpkin. (laughs) Turtle's so cute. So I wonder, now that I'm looking at it, uh, I'm curious if that was like a term in endearment. (laughs) If he's like, no, I call him Pumpkin because he's so cute. I call him my little Pumpkin Paputo because he's got pinchable cheeks like Mm -hmm. a pumpkin. I'm currently looking at the screenshot I took of Turtle saying that line, and it's so cute. <laughs> He's got so many little neck rolls. Um, but yes, uh, yeah, I got that that same kind of cadence too. Um, nice, nice. And, and you know, I didn't want to have this episode be Vince gets mean at Balma again, but like she keeps talking about how great this Pompet guy is. Like, she's like, how do you guys not know Pompet? He's like the biggest movie star yeah. ever, and he's really hot. Plus, want to jump those bones. She want to jump them bones Ooh. while that dude with a broken bone in his leg is sitting there in the <laughs> hospital. Like, this is the first episode we don't get Yamcha. And I would love for Yamcha to be there for this one to be like, Boma, what the fuck? Hey, I thought we were on and off again. Still. Still. Even though you helped me walk. Is Boma and Yamcha's relationship like a wildfire level? It okay. goes from like black to red. What's, oh, yeah. what's the hotness? Oh, yeah. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Bulma Ranger goes out every day, looks over his notes like, "Mm, well, there's no real danger of a relationship today. Moves the sign. (laughs) Yeah, might might as well go back home. All right, go on home, folks. They're not smooching today. They're not smooching. No smooching today, folks. No smooching. Our family traveled from Sandusky, Ohio to see Bulma and Yamcha smooch. Well, sometimes, you know, nature takes its course and... You just don't get the smooches you want when you want them, you know? That's just how it goes. This park is called Old Smoochful. I I assumed it was a pun of Old Faithful, thus the same regularity. Oh, no, I just came up with that because I was bored and wanted something cheeky. Uh, And see, you're here, aren't you? You did it. Well, come on, kids. I guess we'll spend the rest of our vacation in Disney World. It's smooching. We're emotionally fine. I speak for everyone as the older brother. <laughs> Honey, this is certainly going to lead to a divorce. Dear. Oh boy. What? What are you talking about? A divorce? <laughs> and, and scene. scene. Well, maybe I thought that was going to be funny. <laughs> and not lead into a logistical... Argument about the ridiculousness <laughs> of that state. But uh, we hadn't seen it, so we can't explore that. Oh no, we can't explore it. That scene now exists in I, I can only uh describe as the scene realm of which uh this podcast now has, uh in where all of our scenes go after we say and scene. So they're all just like floating around each other okay. in this nebulous space of comedy and improv. In in the scene verse. Um, I know you've done extensive studies. Absolutely. At- I've tied a rope to myself, walked through. 
Then I pulled myself back. Neil deGrasse Tyson poked several holes in it. Mm -hmm. He did. Because he's a fucking buzzkill. (laughs) But do the scenes continue? In in your professional opinion, Dr. White, do the scenes continue? Mm -hmm. Are they frozen in improv time? Oh, okay. I'm going to say that in my professional opinion, those scenes do continue. Uh, and they can be picked up at times because they have come back to us. They have. Uh, the five Murasakis have stepped out of the scene realm, the universe, mm. to come back and show up for scribble, stuff scribble, scribble. that we don't ask. We don't ask them to come back, but they just keep notes. doing it. So I think it's particularly strong and powerful scenes. May they be uh, like particularly exciting and funny scenes or particularly dark and uh, brooding scenes. Uh, they tend to come back in some way, shape, or form. And uh, they, they do persist. So I'm going to say they do continue, but not all of them come back out of the realm. Well, that doesn't. Here's your Nobel Prize. Ooh, thank you. Suck it, everybody else. That's <laughs> right. I'm looking at you, Bon Ki-moon. This is the first time that a Nobel Prize has been given for improv research. <laughs> improv studies. Improv studies. It's pronounced improv studies announcer. God. Now I'm just thinking about all the colleges that are going to start offering improv studies courses, and it makes oh, me real sad. Oh, my God. I mean, for real, though? For real? That's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's going to happen. We can do anything with an improv degree. <laughs> that is me laughing in your face. <laughs> my, like, you, have a better, you have a better chance of going to school on an Overwatch scholarship or fucking Fortnite scholarship. <laughs> You'll come out with something Way more tangible than an improv degree. Well, at scholarship, you can go study something else at least. Oh, I'm well. You go into you get into the Fortnite program on scholarship. Yeah, and then you transfer out that bitch. Yeah, you. But it's hard to transfer. You got to die a lot. You got to build a box around everyone else in the program mm-hmm, and say mm-hmm. peace. All one hundred of you. <laughs> uh, oh, look at look to your left. Look to your right. Look at, well, just look at everyone else, because only one of you will graduate from this program. <laughs> I'm Professor Fortnite. Go! <laughs> There's a bunch of kids building shit on the quad with, like, Nerf guns yeah. trying to shoot at each other. Uh, the, I think we just uh, created a new LARPing. Fortnite LARP. Fortnite LARP. Who's going to build that wall fastest? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in hour six of it, and we're only halfway there. Oh man, we have we have way too many ideas for this. Oh, we that was a what a tangled web of ideas we weaved. We should mm-hmm. get back to the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think the center for me of this scene was uh, when Bulma describes all of the movies that Pomput is what? in or has been in. Wait, you don't get that? I get visuals. Oh, <gasps> so and you don't get just, these awesome titles? All right, up. Oh. Oh, dog. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lay, lay it on oh, us. Oh, I was so excited. Um, I, in my notes, I'll just say, uh, Pompid is pretty much the Dragon Ball universe's uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson because he's in <laughs> movies. He's he's in, He's been in movies like Big Bikes. <laughs> there are more. Oh. Uh, Explosion going. 4. <laughs> I slammed a pen on the desk. That's how excited I am about Explosion 4. 
<laughs> well, well, great. Pick that pen up because you're about to <laughs> you're about to <laughs> shit your pants for mutant rage. <laughs> now, Explosion Four is the top one so far. That's. If I see those three posters, I'm going to see Explosion 4. And then the best part is Launch then chimes in saying, my personal favorite is Pistol Pop as she picks up her gun and points it to this guy. <laughs> Ooh, there's a... Well, see, I don't appreciate them changing up my girl Launch's personality. Oh, so wait, what did Launch say? Uh, she says, as Bulma is drooling over Pamputo, uh, she, as she cocks her gun, she says... I hate his type. Oh, wow. That is a drastic change in yeah. tone. I'm like, yeah, good for you, Launch. Because she knows he's just, he's full of fluff. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's a big fat phony, as some references might say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The references that we shall not name on this <laughs> yeah, episode, yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we reference a lot of things, but we won't reference that show. Here's what I got from that exchange. Also, very good titles. I love those titles. I, I literally stopped the episode to go back they're all so beautiful <laughs> well here's the thing it seems like if we're going by the rules of hollywood explosion four is a reboot of the franchise with the new star absolutely pamputo pamputo replaced fuck who's to get in transformers we'll read uh mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no before him mark Wahlberg Uh-oh. is pamputo <laughs> <laughs> And oh, vice Aaron, versa. Aaron, Aaron, before we say anything else, I have to hit that button because that is now <laughs> canon, not Nick canon. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Pamputo started, I mean, if you look at that bod, he certainly started as the Calvin Klein model. Oh, hell yeah. Capsule Corp model? Ca- yeah, no, he was a Capsule Corp model. Oh. They would throw, like, they would throw the capsules at him, uh, um. and he have like tight fitted underwear, <laughs> huge bulge, <laughs> just that that thick outline, huge. <laughs> it's got thick. They drew in a thick outline around <laughs> it. And here's a weird thing about that whole scene. At the very end, uh, it's just Roshi looking at butts for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. They threw in that perv. Don't know why they threw in that perv. It. I know it's supposed to set up a scene coming up later, but we didn't necessarily have to see that. Yeah, we didn't have to see the booties. Yeah, we could have just. You don't need those booties. We could have just cuties? seen the uh, the the ladies themselves walking on by, yeah. and then having Roshi do his little like hey, <laughs> thing. Um, it could have been. It could have been. Those three women putting together a dynamite business plan. And then Roshi's oh, like, yeah. hey, 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 they're business savvy. And that's a, what I like. Uh. <laughs> My classic catchphrase. Uh, that's a, what, <laughs> that's a, I what I like. I like uh. <laughs> no, um, is, does that track? <laughs> Text 426. Text yes to 246. Uh Yes, we want you to chime in on what Roshi's new catchphrase should be. He's, he's shopping around for one. Yeah. Um, Cut to mm, fancy hotel room. Or yes. fancy, fancy hotel hallway. Three besuited men. Uh, I, I uh, in my notes, called them, 
What are those things called? Mobster Russian dolls? That, Vince, that's what I have too. Oh my God. We yeah. wrote the same notes. We're yeah, the they're mobster person. Russian dolls. And you ask us, what, whatever do you mean? Um, they frame them in a way where uh, there's a there's basically the boss who's mm-hmm. who's kind of got the jowls and he's he's one of these kind of guys. He's like, oh, hey, he does the Godfather? Yeah, he does the guy. He's like, oh, pump it! I gotta. You guys can't talk to my client right now. He's busy training. He's got a match today, and then he's got two basically strong silent types yeah. mm-hmm. um, behind him. So I mean, it's it's baby bear, mama bear, papa bear. Oh, yeah. dynamic. And that and they, baby is a boss. Boss baby. <laughs> oh, that bo- and that boss is a baby. So they they push all the the screaming fans aside. Yep. So I'm gonna guess his manager is who. This yeah, yeah. Is. I think he's technically his manager or his handler or something like that. But the deep ties to the mob are, are not to be ignored, at least in my version. They lean on, into that in yours. No, not really. He's just a businessman. Okay. I mean, he de- he does some shady stuff. Yeah. Later on. Mm-hmm. But he could have. But it could have been shadier. Uh, I think one of the standouts from the the scene that we see is basically I'm just gonna call him the mob manager. The mob manager is like kind of talking to Pompet about like, hey, like you feeling good? You, you're gonna win? Like blah blah blah. And Pompet's like very much like, of course I'm going to win. That's mm-hmm. his voice. It's almost. Almost Vegeta-esque, but it's, it's like, of course I'm going to win. I'm pumped. I've never lost a fight. My best is the best. That is a direct quote. He's like, my best Ooh, is the best. I mean, pumped. I can't disagree with you. Semantically, best is best. No one ever. You're, you're correct. No one can ever disagree with pumped. He says things that are always things. Also true. Yeah. I mean. Getting a little redundant here, maybe, you know, that's why we give you the cue cards at your press junkets. I don't need your cards of cues, I just need cues to fight. That's true, they, when they say action, you make with the punches and kicks that the girls go crazy for. Oh, now I'm just turning into Gary Marshall, surprise! Mask oh, off, Gary Marshall here! I thought I, I thought I fired you, Gary Marshall, oh, get out of take- here! Take me back, Pampoot baby. No, I told you, don't call me a baby. I'm Pampoot. I'm the oh world's boy. best martial arts oh, fighter. The thick and head on this star. boy. It's a thick head of beautiful hair that's well, hair. I mean, that's why I need you for my new picture Arbor Day. Arbor Day? I only do movies with action words in them, like. What? My upcoming film, Explosion 5, Alive. Hey, I'm flexible. What if we call it Ann Arbor Day? Uh, Ann Arbor Day? I think you can What's sign one N? Up. So it's not the, but a singular incident. That's right, Pump, but only like singular incidents. <laughs> because they only happen singularly. You'll be with a cast of thousands, Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> uh, uh, for some reason, my mind's going blank on famous actors. That because all you, my because all you need is Pompert, the best actor-fighter there ever has. If he played every be. character, that's going to save. Oof, that'll surely bring the budget down. Hey, I love Eddie Murphy. Let's do it. <laughs> 
All right, hand spit in my hand, old timey handshake, oral contract. <laughs> Hollywood style. That's Hollywood, how we do it here. Hollywood style. Ah, oh, my hand, you're strong. <laughs> and seed. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just say no. It's in the universe. Gary, I mean, I am happy that Gary Marshall lives on. Yeah, we finally got C-universe. Gary Marshall on the show. I'm glad that he he continues on. Uh, even, he, did even if it, ca- he did say his catchphrase, though. Please call me Gary. Uh, he'll, we'll get to it. Well, he'll get there. He's probably doing it right now in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> so Pomfoot, I mean, that's pretty much what, that's ex- almost exactly word for word. Word for word, that's what happens. Except uh, minor tweaks, real quick, if I, if I have a few notes, flip, flip, flip. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the manager comes to say, hey, dude, you know about Goku? I've been doing some research on him because I'm a good manager. And he's like, oh, yeah, that guy that got runner up last time. I know about him, but whatever. Yeah, he's very dismissive, like yeah. everybody who... Thinks they're going to be Goku. I thought for a hot second, I'm like, all right, here's a guy who's like up to snuff on Goku, not going to underestimate him. But then he's just like, what you need to worry about is my after my victory party. Oh, and also my commercial contracts. Oh, he goes business heavy. There's not a lot of business talk. He's just like, I don't need to know anything. I'm I'm the best. That's it. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. The managers, he he's worried. Yes. And we'll see why later. So remember when we talked about Roshi staring at those buns? We cut he, to Roshi talking to those young ladies. Uh, not just their butts, but their faces too. <laughs> I forget exactly what he's going on and on about. He's just kind of be trying to boast about how good of a teacher he is and how he's involved in the tournament and all that kind of stuff. I, yeah, I got second place last year. My, I have two students who are fighting in it. One of the girls has a weird thing they say. If Go I can, on. if I can just bring it up real quick. Oh yes, please. <clears throat> Quote: People fighting as hard as they can is just so beautiful. Huh. Hmm. She is she an MMA ring girl? Like <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Like I that I I don't think that's a line that we that I get in mind because they're mostly just like oh really your students oh my god that's so cool. And then there's like that one girl who's like, I like food. I'm just like, come on. Oh, <laughs> Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Aww. Like, she Can't she a- like fighting too? Yeah. Uh, uh. No one no one goes to fucking Disney World for their world famous $20 hamburger. No, but they do go there for their famous $20 turkey drumsticks by, uh, <laughs> by Splash Mountain. Just go to... You can get that for eight bucks at a Ren Fair, my sir. I know, but Aaron, the last time I was at Disney World, those turkey legs were like nine dollars, and then I went. That's and not I rem- terrible. No, it wasn't terrible, and it was great. Me oh, and my dad man. both got turkey legs while we were walking around oh. the park. It was fantastic. But then I went back. Uh, I was in college. <laughs> we had a seconds. basketball tournament. Uh, what? <laughs> I thought you meant went back that same day. Like, yeah, we were like, man, I got to complete the, the set. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but I went back for like, we had a basketball tournament in Orlando, so we got a day in the park. Um, took me all day to find the one, like, I literally found there's only one turkey leg cart. Wow. And it's $20 for a turkey leg. 
Oh, like, fuck that. Yes. It literally said turkey like 1999. I waited in line 99. because I was like, that has to be a typo. I was like, that has to be a typo. Maybe I'm not reading it right. And I go up to the guy, and the guy, the 17 year old kid on winter break. And I was like, hey, man, like, how much is turkey like? He goes, uh, $20. I was like, yo, you serious? Like, that's really $20? He goes, yeah, yeah, it's $20. I was like, do you agree with that price? He goes, uh, uh, well, no, no, but like, I don't make the price. I'm like, that's cool. I just want to make sure that you're not also insane. And then I walked away and left, left him just like holding as a turkey. A psycholo- like as thought, a psychology major, I have to ask everyone. Yeah, as a, as a psychology to- major, I have to ask you if you're okay. It's part of my final. <laughs> my research paper is going up to every vendor at Disney World and asking them if they themselves think that these items are overpriced a hundred percent success rate hundred percent success rate i have the strongest study in psychological uh, history <laughs> there was one guy with a very curly mustache constantly wringing his hands who said the prices should be higher oh really hmm did he also have like a squeaky mousy voice i mean he had a, a dog sidekick who would giggle often at nothing Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm building a picture in uh, my mind. Uh, had a lot of rope for some mm. reason. Oh, probably taking you to uh, Thunder Mountain. I mean, he had a plunger uh. with several wires going from it to Thunder Mountain. I didn't think anything of it. Anyway, that's my study. Here's my thesis. Thank you for your time. <laughs> And the Nobel Prize for Psychology goes to. <laughs> just, give it, just give it out Nobel Prizes left and right today. Uh, okay, we, should get a Nobel, we should get a Nobel Prize for giving out Nobel Prizes. <laughs> Always the presenter, never the receiver. Oh. oh. Don't worry. It's, it's fun going to. Oh, that gift basket. Yo, those gift bags are probably dope as hell. Ooh, those sleek new beakers. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You get a fresh-ass uh, Nobel... It's got, like, uh, Nobel Peace Prize embroidered in, embroidered in the lab coat. Oh, yeah. Oh, throw that in front of... Throw that in Dr. Simon's fucking face. Oh, Dr. Simon's gonna get so fucking jealous that you were there. That you were just there. Mm-hmm. And for the you- Peace one, you get... A piece of pie, but it has like the earth decorated on top. <laughs> Lattice. There's there's a pattern in the dough. On oh top yeah, of yeah, piece yeah, of yeah, pie. yeah. That's the world. There we. That's go. the exactly. Bam. Boom. <laughs> Sorry, just, I was having as I was going through the gift basket, I had trouble seeing the top of the pie. I mean, so I wasn't quite sure what was on top of it. I didn't want you to rub it into our audience that we both <laughs> went, and that's why we were at the ceremony. It was fucking dope. Oh, it was everybody's just drunk off their ass, Nelson taking Man- selfies with Look, Nelson Mandela is a fucking beast. Oh, that dude, that dude could shotgun anything, shotgun a bottle of wine. <laughs> Yeah, somehow. He's just like, Mandela doesn't know what this is. No wonder people think you died. <laughs> the, Mandela, the Mandela effect is him getting the fucking party started. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so, so back to the episode. <laughs> We're punt. Look, it's been a long, hot Things going wrong day. So oh, we're yeah. a little punchy. 
Oh, yeah. So the improv is a little better. <laughs> or if nothing else, it's a little more fantastical. Oh, yeah. We, we go big. We go big in these moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, you, you know who else is going big? Roshi. Roshi is really trying to impress these girls. So he calls over Krillin and Goku. The, the ladies are all like, oh, my God, they're so cute. Um, cute little head. They ask Goku where he gets his hair done. I thought Ooh. that was a funny little gag. Um, they just they just ask about the tail. They love Krillin's little bald head. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think Roshi gets jealous that they're getting the attention. Oh, he so he's so like, mad. all right. Yeah, he's like, all right, fine. If you guys have time to just sit around before your fight, why don't we do a little training? And so Roshi puts on the the, the old boxing gloves and does some sparring with mm-hmm. Goku in front of the ladies. And and uh, boy, are they impressed. I mean, even Ro- and and this is a fun. I th- I thought this was like a fun scene because even in that scene, Roshi has like an internal monologue. He goes, "I spar with Goku like all the time, but it never hurt this much." So Goku is that fast and that strong that he's hurting Roshi's hands Ooh. as they're sparring. It's as if three years of training mm-hmm. are extremely effective. Yes. <laughs> Why am I? Why is Roshi surprised by this? I don't know. I think I think everybody is surprised by the level that he's gone to. And around the corner is uh-huh. our is our mobster manager. He's peeking around. He's like, "Oh shit!" He didn't say shit. That's me. And I apologize. So mobster manager, he's like, "I guess the rumors are true. This kid beat up the Red Ribbon Army." Wait. He says that? Yeah, he knows. Wow, that's he's really a mobster, cool. baby. He's connected. He knows yeah, about yeah. that paramilitary force that got taken out by a kid. See, that makes sense. In mine, we get no. And again, I think there's criminal underrepresentation of what Goku did for the world by stopping the Red Ribbon Army. Like, why nobody knows who this kid is still is beyond me. Ooh, there are 20 different investigative reporters like, what happened to the Red Ribbon Army? There's a. Fucking, there's like six episodes of goddamn Vice <laughs> trying to talk to everyone who used to be in it. Their faces mm-hmm. are all blurred. They have the, one day I just stopped getting orders out of my outpost. And after a few weeks, the camera's very shaky. Yeah, and after yeah. a few weeks, we just all left. I went back to Omaha. Uh, now, I, now I mine Bitcoin. <laughs> you heard it here. First on Vice. Tune into next week's episode where we dive into some of the non-human soldiers of the Red Ribbon Army that managed to escape the the destruction of Red Ribbon Fort out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's a bunch of dogs just running around in a pen. <laughs> with with one dog person like, yeah. running around. I'm just enjoying time with my family now. <laughs> my therapist said it's great it's better to get in touch with my roots. <laughs> With my, uh, I'm sorry, uh, with my roots. <laughs> oh, we got, I mean, we got to make sure that we throw in there the mobster after seeing Goku in action knows that Pompa's not going to win. And it's like, I have to make sure that uh, Pompa is declared the winner no matter what happens. Oh, here, here's a line. Like, By has. any means. Here's some creepy factor. Pamputo is a precious treasure to me. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's worse. Okay. Oh, it's worse? <laughs> oh, oh, it's worse? Okay. I was just, I was waiting for for myself to catch back up because I had a little out-of-body experience in All which right. an <laughs> older man uh, said that a, I'm assuming a 20-year-old is precious to him. Um, so keep going. Uh, 
Penputo is a precious treasure chest to me. Ew. He's Don't call anybody of, a treasure He's full of gold and, <laughs> and rings. And sometimes I bury him and forget where I put him. Oh, you know, I I love my treasure chest, Pamputo. You know, whenever I open him up, I get that Legend of Zelda tune. <laughs> I love to hide him in little dungeons and then play with his latch. <laughs> oh, Ooh. oh. I didn't mean, look, I knew the last thing was going a oh. bit too far, but then I put the dungeon there. That was very, that was very well And then well I done. said it before my brain caught up to what it meant. Oh, no, you knew what it meant No, I did it. I beat. Damn and, it, and you, the And you, the listening audience, you knew it too. So if you knew it, why don't you put those hands together again nah. for a polite <laughs> clap for Aaron? Just a little light clap for Aaron, because uh, he I'm earned a, it. You know he what? He earned I'm go- it. I'm going to commercial. Bye. <laughs> oh, see ya. Hey there. Just taking a break from your regularly scheduled Kame House Party programming because I got a special message. Yeah, that's right. It's it's me, the mobster manager of the famous, greatest fighter movie star ever, Pam Puto. And uh, I got a message for all of you because uh, Pam Puto, he loves Kame House Party. And uh, he's not the kind that will ever leave a five-star review or a comment, because he's famous. You know how that is. But he's urging me to urge all of you to do that exact thing. Because apparently these Kame House Party guys, if you leave them a five-star review on iTunes and you leave a comment, those two dudes, they'll read it. They'll read it. They'll They'll read the whole thing no matter what you say. Isn't that crazy? Not to mention, you could also reach out to them at kamehousebuddypod at gmail.com and write them a nice note, or leave them a voice memo. Maybe do that, too. I I don't know. It might be in your best interest. Because it's my new mission to make sure that this Kame House Party podcast be listed at the number one Dragon Ball podcast on iTunes. That's the mission, and I'll make sure it gets done by any means necessary. And you should, too. I love you, my precious treasure chests of listeners. Talk about an offer I can't refuse. Oh, man. And on the day of his fighter's fight. (laughs) Yep. He asked this favor of you, the audience. On the day of his own fighter's fight. That's that's some some realness right there. May may whatever he asks you to do be a masculine one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's a line from the movie. That's it not is sexist. A, it's, it's, it's a line from a movie. movie. From the movie in some <laughs> people's minds. But yes. So, uh, here we are. The fight's about to be... No, it's not. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we got mm-hmm. some bullshit to do first. Yeah, because Goku is like, I, I should go on a run right before this, um, mm. right before this fight. Because he did eat a mountain of food at brunch. He's, he's <laughs> got a lot of energy to shave off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, as Goku is on his run, a uh, a dark car pulls up alongside him, correct? I mean, nearly hits him, honestly. Nearly. I, that's what I thought their play was. Yeah. I, I honestly thought, I was like, oh, they're just going to try to hit him. It's gonna The car is going to like warp around Goku. Yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, hey, you dropped this. Yeah, yeah. And he holds <laughs> up a penny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something oh, is like this that. your car tire? I, I just, I didn't feel anything. Hey, you left your brain over here. <laughs> oh, I guess you don't really need it. Bye. Bye. I sure, I sure don't. <laughs> oh, oh. 
Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> Mobster manager steps out and he's like, hey, you're Goku, aren't you? Well, they, the, they sent me to tell you that the fight location's changed. And I got to take you there right away. Right? Oh, it has? Okay. And yeah, that's basically... Aaron read Goku's lines yeah. perfectly. Because gullible Goku, he, he loves that people want to help him. And so he just got gets in the car. He's doing his Goku thing. But we, what, what they don't know is Launch saw the whole thing from her trying to get some ice cream. Mine might be a little different. Okay. Because the gist of it is, as she's getting ice cream, she's getting it for Goku. Like she has oh. a line where it's like, She's like, just as I was about to do something nice for a change. She So she only chases after Goku, not because she thinks he's kidnapped, because, hey, motherfucker, I got you ice cream. Get back here. Oh, okay. Well, that would explain why she has two ice cream cones. Mm-hmm. Because that's not really explained. It's just like she's standing in line. She's like, I can't believe I have to wait in line for some gosh darn ice cream. And then she yells at the guy for not putting enough on the cones. Yep, get that. And then she sees Goku and is like, Oh, come on, Goku, what are you doing? And then steals a bike and goes after them. No, she, yeah, one of those is for Goku. And she, I mean, I'm going to say, unselfishly, leaves her behind in exchange for the bike mm-hmm. and rides off with one ice cream cone in her hand. Yeah. And I'm assuming in your version, that's meant to mean that that is the one for Goku. Yes. I, that was my assumption. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, launch is a... Uh, She's unorthodox, but God damn it, she gets ice cream things done. Yeah, and she was getting the job done there, too. She she steals that person's motorcycle, rolls up alongside the uh, the mobster wagon, and starts kicking the door and yeah. be like, Goku, what are you doing? Well, Goku's asleep because he's a little baby. And he's a put, little baby. You put him yeah. in the back seat, and he went for a ride ride. Mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. went nap nap. It's the only way Roshi can get him to sleep. <laughs> uh, like at 9 p.m., he's just fucking fussy. He doesn't want to go to bed, but he's tired, so he's upset. It's like, come on, get get in the capsule. Boom. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. I just thought of something. So if you are in, maybe we've touched on this before, but if you're in a capsule, or no, you're in like a thing that is a capsule. Like if you're in a home that's been expanded yes. from a capsule and then somebody hits the button on the inside or the outside turns it back into a capsule and you're on the inside do you die or is it like a pokemon situation do they go into the scene verse <gasps> is that where the, the scene oh, realm what do we call the, it the scene i realm, think it's right? the scene verse scene verse yeah scene verse we didn't canon it so it can be whatever the fuck we want or, or how about how about this how about this, this is my final pitch okay the dragon ball cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, that DBSS? The DBSS, yeah. I mean, that sounds very Dragon ball <laughs> And then, and so it has been claimed, and so it shall be as I hit the button oh, that God, it is. Boom. Cannon. Not Nick phase three it's true for phase three of the dragon ball cinematic universe we're going to see oolong story (laughs) him in a band of 
other thieves and shapeshifters plan a heist, guest starring Yamcha. Ooh. That's the audience at (laughs) Comic-Con. Then Bulma will never get a spinoff movie. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Uh, Fans are horrible. We... Look, we've already shot. We've it's been shot. We have three sequel, two sequels to it. I don't know why I lowered it, <laughs> but you, the fans, just don't want it. No, we ask them. We it. ask them each time, and each time they say no. And well, that's on you, fans. Yay! It's on us. We're responsible for yep. for holding someone back. See, Yay! see what happens when you let fans control the content. Looking, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> looking at you, real world examples. Hi, I'm Mr. Marvel. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Uh, tidying up my desk mm-hmm. at, the, at the convention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You better wrap this shit up. <laughs> wrap it up because uh, I got a Legion of Doom coming for you. I know that's DC, but we bought him out. Could also be wrestling. We did it. It could it, also it could... be wrestling. There was a group. You know what? Oh, no, you bought them, too. I bought them, too. Uh, That's right. Me, Mr. Marvel. Uh, and see. see. What a what a shining light onto modern fandom we have placed. Hey, look, we're the only ones qualified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. We that's bought right. it so we control it. It's our universe. It's our DBSS. Get your own. I mean, I can't uh, wait until... Super Saiyan Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. Cineverse, Cinematic Cineverse, or SSDBSS. <laughs> Can't wait to unlock that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna uh, that's gonna be dope. Nobody's nobody's ready for that. Man. Oh, what we got in store? This is some inside motherfucking baseball <laughs> shit going on right now. Two, count them. Two solo Trunks films. <laughs> One. One from Dragon Ball Z Kai, and then one from classic Dragon Ball Z. That's right. One's got muscles and purple hair, and one doesn't and has blue hair. Uh, we hate both actors. <laughs> they don't look like Trunks. We don't think they can carry a whole movie. Well, we don't listen to you now, after what happened uh, to the Balma films. <laughs> all right. All right, let's... We gotta get here. We're almost there. Um, so, Launch, she, she's able to... Through some quick motorcycle maneuvering, gets the car into an alley, stops them, throws ice cream in their fucking face. Oh yeah, that was cool. I love that scene. Yeah, because she does. She has like a sick dodge from a straight-on punch with the ice cream cone. Hasn't fallen off the cone, and then bang right in the face. Then punches him in the gut. It was honestly some Jackie Chan shit. Oh, it was great. It's exactly what Jackie Chan would have mm-hmm. done. Got to do anything to save. Sumo. And and then she's like, Goku, what are you doing? You gotta get to the tournament, dummy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Bye. Yeah, that's it. Goku's like, okay. And then just starts trotting on off. <laughs> so, okay, bye. Goku's one away. weakness is words. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Our words, I, our words. Our words, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, I, in that, at the end of that scene, because we get, we kind of get a cut to uh, the actual tournament as, as it's starting up, and everybody's like, well, where's Goku? Where's Goku? It cuts back. And it's the mobster, uh, the mobster manager, like bowing and and pleading. He's like, "Please don't hurt me! Please don't hurt me! Oh my god, I just wanted to help my fighter." And uh, then it's blue-haired launch, who's just like, "What are you talking about?" And that's when I got really scared. Well, why? 
I don't. I I know a blue-haired launch can take care of herself, but this is a sadistic man. He's got he's got bad tendencies. Um, is, I mean, I think in his client's interest, he could have. I think if he was more salacious, he could have, he would have been like the girls at Pabuto's place. He would have been like, "Hey, if you come back here, you get to meet him." Wink, wink. Nice uh, okay. No, I hear you. I hear you. I thought you meant like. As bad as blonde-haired launches, we don't know what blue-haired launches capable. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I, I was, thought you meant in that way. I thought there was going to be then a kidnapping plot where Goku had to save blue-haired launch from this mobster right before the fight. Not, not to call her a damsel in distress, but this guy was desperate to get Goku not sure, to fight. Sure, and so I thought he was going to take advantage of that moment, but he uh, he never did. I mean, but like in a world of in a Dragon Ball world of no Dragon Ball cell phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How that's. I mean, that sounds like some Jurassic World complexity. Oh, okay. Kratom. I'm not going <laughs> to... Kratom. Oh, you totally craned that movie for sure. I saw that. <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just not going to do it right now. I know you have emotions about it that you don't oh, want to deal feels. with. Oh, I got feels! Ooh, the, psychiat- the psychologist can't deal with his own psychology. <laughs> That's my brain exploded <laughs> out my ears because of what you just said. So Goku gets to the in, in the nick of time. He gets yes, to the arena. Course. Do we do we want to say it now? Cause, yeah, cause, yeah. All right, because the build up, because like because of the build up, I'm like, all right, I know what's going to happen here. Yes, yes, yes. Right. I think most if you were watching along and you saw this episode, uh, I think you could have guessed that this was going to happen. I mean, it's Dragon Ball's playbook. 101. Oh, 2T. Yeah, it's like page two out of that Mm -hmm, book. mm -hmm. If he shows up late, he's going to be great. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, if the other party brags, they're going to be slag. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Isn't that subsection of that same page? (laughs) I mean, they're both there. Mm -hmm. So you got, yeah, you got that double dose of... Oh, yeah. This is going to be quick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so... Pampucho, uh, he he gets knocked out with three swift elbow... Punches? Yeah, th- I think it's like elbow strikes to the yeah. gut, I would call them. Or the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Before all or that. in the sternum. The lumbar. <laughs> the front lumbar. <laughs> the frontal back. <laughs> His little tum-tum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's why it took not very long for this fight to happen. Pamputo, just grandstanding the entire time. You, you tell me if I miss anything. Instead of going through the proper entrance, he starts on the top of the palace, the pagoda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jumps, that checks out. Uh-huh, jumps down. Right before the match starts, he bully style. This is where I saw it, and I'm really like, man, I'm going to love seeing your ass get kicked, uh, is when he does the like, hey, I made you flinch. But Goku didn't flinch. Oh, Goku didn't even blink. Yeah. After that fake punch, Pamputo goes, oh, I'm impressed you didn't flinch. Or maybe it was too fast for you to even react. (laughs) 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 Then Goku's like, no, I just, it didn't seem very strong, so whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, Uh, Nani! (laughs) Oh, Nani! I think there was a Nani thrown in there somewhere. (laughs) I don't think I just pulled it out. Yeah, in mine, Goku has an even sicker burn. Because he's like, Oh, I couldn't tell if you were stretching or punching. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and I was like, Kratom. <laughs> oh, he killed my brother, but he did create him. Mm-hmm. I'll allow Res- it. Respect. You may use my gift now. <laughs> You're my pupil now. Tien, fuck off. Uh, master, my third eye. <laughs> When's the it's last twitching. time you craned someone? Hmm? I, I, I regret to have not craned anybody since... Your muscles are strong, but your bird muscles are weak. Weaker oh. than Chow Tzu's. Look at yeah, it. Yeah! I can crane anybody! Baldy! Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, he craned you. Craned him. <laughs> he flies away. <laughs> See, and he knows how to make an exit, too. You can't just stand there after you crane someone. Unblinking. Uh, you got a dab on him next. <laughs> oh, no. No dabs. Hmm? Who said that? Well, huh? back to the Cedarverse, I guess. And see. And off they go. See, people come back. Yeah, yeah, people come back from the Cedarverse. It's very loosey-goosey. What? Basically, the Cedarverse just... Timey-wimey. I don't watch Doctor Who, but I know that much. I don't. I think that is the thing that neither of us are really into that much is Doctor yeah. Who. I've watched. I've watched a couple of uh, daytime BBC marathons because I was so distraught that they weren't showing more Star Trek: Next Generation <laughs> that I watched <laughs> it in spite. Um, but yeah, it's just not. I, I think we have a blind spot there. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, which we'll never recover. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Look, there's more stuff Pamputo does to be a dick. He then, he's like, oh, well, if you didn't think that was, uh, like, enough, I'll just show you. Oh, and, like, God. he asked the so announcer for time. He asked the announcer for, like, extra time before the fight <sighs> starts. Fucking famous people, man. To, to show off a bit. And, like, so he's showing off his punches, his kicks, his blah, blah, blahs. And then I'm like, okay, like, he's going to try to, he's going to, like, elbow the uh the wall and it's gonna like crack but it's not gonna break and then he he elbows the wall and it it shatters like so he's got some power there's no there's no denying that but yeah it it was all for naught and then uh, i mean here's here's the nail in the coffin for him he holds up some fingers he's like oh yeah 30 seconds it's i'm sorry but it's going to take 30 seconds less than 30 seconds for me to Mm -hmm. beat you Ha ha ha. Oh, my tum-tum. Yeah, pretty much. And he just After the match starts, it's just one one step at Goku and he counters with Good. Ah, oh, I was so happy. So happy to see this fool get taken down. Oh yeah. Uh, there's an explosion 4 in my pants. Ooh. Oh. Also see explosion 5. Oh. Come to theaters. This fall for award season. Explosion. That's right. He farted. You monster. <laughs> You're an absolute monster. I mean, um, speaking of speaking of that, Bulma during this match is cheering on Paputo. She's she's fucking eating it up. All his tricks and and slick. Bennies, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm tired. he's doing anyway. sick kickflips out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oolong's like, ah, whose side are you on? And she goes, isn't it obvious? Uh, uh Both. Yep, checks out. Yep, typical Bulma. Uh, typical I mean, Bulma. 
craned him, honestly. No, she did crane him. Yeah, she, but I, was I, I wanted to think at that moment, Yamcha was gonna is waking up from a dream where Bulma is like swooning all over Pompet, and he's like, oh, oh, another terrible dream, but this time it's a reality. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, another cuck dream. <laughs> he's getting cucked all over the place. Uh, Poor Yamcha. Reality and unreality. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I think everyone. It's important to hold on, hold oh. on, real quick. Yeah, go for it. If you get cucked in a dream, you get cucked in real life. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you want to throw you want to throw your hat into this horrible ring? Nope. <laughs> just gonna leave. Just gonna leave me here holding the cuck bag, huh? I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna leave you there holding the cuck. Bag. All right, fine. <laughs> Welcome to Cuckberg. <laughs> Population <laughs> one. So you did it. You joined. Did it. You joined. I did it. I did it. Okay, I did it. All right, whatever. <laughs> Look, that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's it. That's it for this episode. Roshi, as Jackie Chun is like, uh, yeah, you boys are fucking monstrously strong. Yeah. And the reason you beat them up is because uh, you you boys are next level. Pretty much. And also, Chiaotzu and Tien are also next level, so watch out. Yeah, he basically said, everybody's next level, so nobody's next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Syndrome. We're all next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I really liked this episode. I thought it was a fun episode. It, it was. It had I a was... little bit of everything. I loved the, the uh, large amount of launch that we got in this episode. Yeah. There could always be more of launch in every episode. Everyone's um, was... It was kind of nice to get back to like the goofiness of Dragon Ball without all the fighting, but I have, I don't know. Again, I think I said this before. When we're in tournament mode, I'm in tournament mode. I'm like, just give oh, me yeah. those good, good fights back to back, baby. Oh, yeah. But th- and I think they're going to have to do that coming up. Oh, these, they have to take. Yeah, they're going to be longer. Yeah. And I'm fine with it's it. Just, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's just, because uh, who's next? It's TN. Versus Jackie Chun, yeah, and then oh, Goku Chun's versus go. Krillin, right? Yeah, man, Jackie Chun's Ooh. gonna lose so hard. Oh yeah, it's gonna be rough. Oh, I'm gonna be so sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Krillin's gonna lose, and I'm gonna be sadder. Yeah, but there's gonna be good fight. Krillin and Goku. I don't think we we have not really seen them fight each other yet, have we? No. And I think this is probably the only time we get to see them like. Really go at it. Really other. go at it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm just excited to see what kind of gimmicky techniques that Krillin has cooked up, because you know he's got them. It's gonna be good. Oh yeah. Speaking of good, we got some good, good uh, mailbag items. Ooh, open that mail. Open <clears throat> that mail. Aaron's gonna open that mail. <sighs> uh, submit your mailbag theme songs. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. 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 Do we'll it. rip it off. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck you, Comedy Bang Bang. You can't. You don't have a. You don't have a monopoly on that. No, no, no. We can ask anybody for anything. Yeah. Look, if you want to make us a theme song for when we get mail, do it, <laughs> and then send it. The end. Yeah, we'll love you forever for it. Yeah. Free labor. <laughs> Tit for tat. We free labor for you. You free labor for us. That's right. God's way. So this first letter is from Delmon Strongarm. He writes, "Hey guys, love the podcast." I've been listening since the beginning, and you guys crack me right up! Exclamation point. 
I went into a gas station last night to purchase some rolling papers. Uh, for tobacco. Calm down, everyone. <laughs> and the girl behind the counter asked for my birth date for the register. I told her, for, oh boy. <laughs> Delmont, you gave us too much information, my dude. <laughs> I'm just going to say he said 420. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. The, okay, yeah, yeah. 420 and then a year. <laughs> An appropriate Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. Not thinking anything of it. <laughs> she became very excited and yelled out, 420! I laughed very hard. And in my head, I couldn't help but think, my birthday's 420. And that's canon, not Nick Cannon. Thanks for the last. Keep up the good work. Delmon, strong arm. Thank you. Man, thanks. That's, I love it when we infect oh, your brain with our nonsense. We're changing reality with dumb shit. Oh, yeah, but that's great. Thank you so much. Also, baby, uh, you don't got to tell us what those rolling papers are for. Yeah, we, you do, we you. don't care. I don't know what state you're in. Yeah, Who yeah. do you? You good. <laughs> you good. You got the good good. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're holding it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Give me some of that sweet tobacco. Let's go to Canada sometime. <laughs> After October. Yeah, yeah. Let's be uh, expats for several reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how. So the, the second letter comes from, I mean, I know your boy Corey don't like this guy, but it's the other your boy Corey. Uh-oh. Canada, Canada Corey, Canadian Corey. You know what? I, Ooh, know, I like that. I know it's improper grammar, but Canada Corey. Canada Corey. He writes... <clears throat> Spoiler alert, possible. Spoiler alert, possible. Spoiler alert, possible. Spoiler alert, possible. Dot, 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 dot. Kame House, the reason for it. I'm pretty sure, well, my hypothesis is the god in Dragon Ball, the good half of Piccolo, whose name is Kame, is the one that used to live in the house that Roshi lives in now. My guess is he, Kame Piccolo, had some kind of house structure that was designed to take on the shape, look for a house in the world that he's on. And for whatever reason, decided to write his name on it. Perhaps to tell Piccolo where he's now living, since he wants to rejoin him? You know, to become a full person again? Whoa. <laughs> that's some... Uh, okay. That's some heavy stuff. I mean... Some wild speculation going on there. I know that... Through non-research. I know that Kami also means turtle. Mm-hmm. But also Kami's God. Oh, oh wait. Hold on. Now I I I I always pronounced it Kam E, like K-A-M-I mm. kind of instead of E, Kam A, Kam A, Kam E. When I first I didn't know your language when I first got <laughs> here from Namek. Uh, that's how I spelt it. I thought it looked bitchin'. <laughs> Lay off, dude. Sorry, I'm get off look, my dick. I gotta control the fucking world. Hey, hey, didn't mean didn't mean anything by it. Just pure speculation. Mm. If you say that's how you spell it in Namekian, that's how you spell it. Anyway, what are you praying for again? Uh, I am praying for a new girlfriend. <laughs> uh, well, have you tried Dragon Balls? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I'll go try All right, this. cool. Peace. I guess I'll just jump off of the tower then? Please, uh, yeah, on your way out. Don't be afraid to give me 
a five-star review. It really helps in my performance evaluations from Supreme Kai. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, is that going to come in like another... Is that like a quality control call? Or no, you'll get a call. Oh, okay, great. Directly great. after you jump off the tower. Okay, here we go. Hi, yes, I understand that you recently had a prayer with King... Understand that you recently had a prayer session with Kami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And I'm currently falling uh, for off the tower. Right. So, uh, how would you rate his overall service from uh, one f- from one to five? One being five. the worst, and five being the best. Five. I just want to give him all fives. Can I give him all fives right now so I can pull this? I'm sorry. I have to hands. go through each line. Oh, uh, great. Okay. Uh, how how well did he answer your prayer? One. From one to five, one again being the lowest and five being the best. Uh, five, five, five. He, he did the best he could. He, he did a great job. Bye. Uh, uh, how is his personal cleanliness? Uh, again, okay. one to five, one being the lowest and five being the best. Uh, uh, five. Hmm. He, he seemed five. He's also. Are you like, close to ground? I'm here. I'm getting. I'm hearing a lot of ground yeah, coming yeah, towards yeah, you. Yeah, soon. I can see the ground right now. I, and I, I like to pull my shoot, and I need both hands. Uh, again, I need both hands to pull. I mean, there's just 20 more questions. It's a five. It, okay, it's, well, bye. <laughs> He rated me five on three things, but zeros on the other 17? Ugh. Well, I'll never win that in steak knife set. And scene. scene. And that's how it happened. That, wow. We got there. What a we tale did that was told. Thank you, By uh, us. Corey. Uh, thank you, Canada Corey, and thank you. Uh, and thank you, Delmon. Yeah, and thank you, Delmond. Uh, mm. You guys are great. We love everybody. Um, and this week, we love those two a little bit more because they, <laughs> they wrote in. Um, so please, write to us. Leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five-star ratings wherever you can. Tell your friends about us. Um, a lot of cool stuff coming up. We're, we got some really excited stuff planned uh, for the rest of the summer. Uh I, Aaron, if I could, I'm just going to really plug this this one show that I have coming mm, up of course, this baby. Friday. If you are in the New York area, the, uh, this coming Friday, the 29th of June, you can catch me in this really cool uh, show about the way people communicate. It's an improv show. It's called The Code Switch. Uh, this class that I'm in has turned into a team that I'm on, and uh, they're, they're some of the most fantastic people I've uh, had the pleasure of working with. And I would love for you to come see this show. And if you're a fan of the podcast, I'd love to meet you in person. Um, so, yeah, check that out at Caveat Theater. Uh, Friday night, 11 p.m. You can check it out. Uh, they have a website. Go to the website. Check, look up Code Switch. It's going to be there. Yeah, we'll put the link in the show notes. Oh, yay. We'll do that. But, um, hey, if you mention this podcast at the door, you'll receive a 0% one discount and some funny looks. No, and you'll get if you say that you came to the show based on uh, hearing this podcast, I will pay for your first drink. Ooh, yeah, because you got to be over twenty one to 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 go to the theater. Oh wow, um, sorry kids, I guess sorry. fuck you. Hey, it's not my rules, man. It's not my rules. Um, but I think I I think I can plug the Del Close Marathon oh, DCM twenty. Uh, I am in there for reels this year. I was, uh, this is the third year in a row. I've done Del Close Marathon. Um, if you go to the Del Close Marathon website or get the app 
and search for me. All my stuff is there. I got three shows, Saturday night, Sunday morning, early Sunday morning. Um, it's going to be a real good time. This is the last DCM in New York. Uh, so people are going to be lit AF. I'm going to be lit AF. Everything's going to be so much fun. Um, I'm also doing a set at The Colored Marathon, hosted by, uh, I think it's My Mama's Biscuits, uh, over at The Tank, Sunday evening. I think I have a slot at 7. I'm doing a little bit show there. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's about it. Oh, go check out the Ian Heron Improv Half Hour Podcast. I did that last week. It's a, re- it's a goodie. It's a good one. I uh, had some of the folks from the Code Switch on there. Ian was great. They were great. It was a really fun experience. So check all that stuff out. The only thing I have to pitch is that I've been playing, is that I've been replaying Dragon Age Inquisition. Hey, a well, a, a worthy pastime. And, I, and I'm excited to to do some romancing. Ooh. That's Brr. it. I like to plug my choice for romance, either Cassandra or Josephine. So if you've got a dog, if you got a dog in that fight, let me know. Let me know. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a tough one. Yeah, only one queen shall reign supreme. So mm-hmm, get up on it. Mm-hmm. But you're asking yourself, how, how do I, how do I tell Aaron this? Uh, we well, can do that by writing to us at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com or talking to us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Kamehouseparty on all the things. Vince is at v i n t underscore e on Twitter, Instagram, and PlayStation Network. I yep. am at Aaron J. Shelton on Twitter and Ajax Shelton on Instagram and PSN. Um, yeah, that it. That it. That it. Thank you look. all. You've been lovely. And uh, you know how we like to send you all off. Uh, no matter what you got going on, uh, no matter what's in your way, you know what to do. You got to keep fighting. fighting.